Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The holidays are a moment of togetherness and joy and a reminder of how tradition creates happy and fulfilled communities. Make this holiday season patriotic with a visit to National Harbor and its stunning new Spirit Park. Marvel at one of the largest American flags in the region and beautiful displays of American art. Make this holiday season the most meaningful of all at National Harbor. Learn more at nationalharbor.com spiritpark My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! Welcome back to Dream of the Damned, our series about the Disney princess stories, movies, and musicals, and anything else we can think of. Today we are starting our discussion of the live-action Disney movie Cinderella from 2015. We do not anticipate finishing our discussion of this episode, but we will definitely get back to it in our next episode. And as always, we just want to give a shout out to Boob1121 for being a triple threat patron. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Whatever it is. I I think we should just start calling him Boom. Boom. (laughs) Boom. Sounds good. Let's go. Thank you to Boom. Thank you, Boom. So, there's that. (laughs) Yeah. And um, we have nothing else to talk about, I don't think. Nothing else. Join the Patreon. It's lots of fun. Yeah. It's a party. It is. That Discord. We are going to start Cinderella, I guess. Cinderella! (laughs) This is my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It's I a just good need, one. I That's need fun. everyone to know this. I love this movie. It she, is my absolute does. favorite. It is definitely her favorite. Yeah. <laughs> she watches it a lot. I used to. I used to watch it, like, all the time. I don't watch it as often anymore, though. Yeah, well, you don't really have time to watch stuff as often anymore. True. <laughs> and now you're just, like, watching stuff for the podcast. So. Yeah. yeah it's fine anyways i guess we should actually get into the movie yeah yes okay so you know you have the classic like disney opening with the castle and everything and yep it's you know it's cinderella's castle and i saw two little like bluebirds like going up to the castle and i was like whoa is that like a throwback to the original story Maybe. Like, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but I also just really love that, like, the first time you actually see, like, Ella and her family and whatnot, like, they're just hanging out outside, you know, having a nice just day, yeah. you know? And you get to see Ella as a little toddler and just you see how much love her parents have for her and how much they enjoy, like, 
just being in each other's presence and being in her presence yeah and everything it's true it's a good little um image of their family mm-hmm. and, and like oh sorry <laughs> go ahead no go ahead well just like showing like what um what kind of dynamic they have versus mm-hmm. like what you get in the short story or in the movie like the um, 1950 movie the animated one yeah yeah it's different and you know this is also just like when ella is young like really young and this is when you would think that i mean yeah it's you know parents are generally still you know happy to have a child be with their child and whatnot but this is also some of the stressful times of being a parent yeah because they're so young yeah it's true but you know, like they they enjoy having Ella in their lives so much, and I it's love it. It's great. And so you get the little bit of her with the to- as a toddler, and yeah. then you go into like the next bit of the scene where she's she's older. She's an older child. She's I don't know, like ten or something. Yeah. And you just see she's just this happy, like bubbly little girl, and I love it. It's true. It's very true. Um, one thing that. Uh, happens before we really get to where they talk to each other though Um, the narrator which is the fairy godmother um, says that like says something about how um, Ella could see the way the like see the world the way it could be versus how it like is and I was like I wish I could see it that way (laughs) understood yeah it's like because there's the way it could be which could be amazing yeah if you have the right mindset but yeah if you're looking at it as it actually is it's not it's like a little shit hole (laughs) um i was like that would be nice (laughs) that would be nice yeah so i also just love that she's like really sweet to all the animals yes it's so nice and um and you know like she she talks to the mice or whatever and then she goes and asks her mother and she's like do you really believe that they can understand? And her mother's like, oh, yes, of course. Like, I believe animals listen and speak to us if we only have the ear for it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like, I feel like most people or at least a lot of people can kind of do that, just (laughs) judging animals' body language, you know? Yeah, but some people can't read animal body language. I know. That's that's why I said kind of like a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, But it's interesting how... You know, the mother says, like, oh, like, we, we look after the animals. And then Ella asks, well, who looks after us? And she's like, fairy godmothers. And do you believe in them? Well, I believe in everything. And I'm like, what kind of parenting style is this? Oh, yeah. I was like, it's weird to tell someone that, like, I believe in everything. And I was like, that's a shit ton of things. Uh-huh. And you can't possibly know what everything is. So how could you possibly believe in everything? Yeah, I like I I wonder if cuz this could just be her mother encouraging Ella's in imagination. Yeah, that's possible. Um or there's, it's a weird way to do that. Yeah, I would say or there's just a possibility that her mother genuinely believes in all the fairy tales and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. like it though. Yeah, kind of <laughs> weird. Um the narrator fairy godmother mentions that her father was a merchant and i'm like oh we know this now yeah we have a job for him we do we do have a job for him now as opposed to everything else telling Mm -hmm. us that he just leaves (laughs) yes and uh and so you know like the father 
comes back from one of his trips and whatnot. And I just, I love the father-daughter relationship you see here. And yeah. you've already seen the mother-daughter relationship. And it's just, uh, the family dynamic is so positive and bright and joyful. And I love it. Yeah, no, it's really, really nice and refreshing. Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> a relief to see a good family like this yeah. in, like, media. Yeah, for sure. Um, and on this time that he comes back is when he brings her a little gift. Mm-hmm. And um, I like, I mean, I know people have, know about the butterfly thing. Like, they know that that's the gift that she gets from this return. But um, I think it's a nice little callback to the fact that she's supposed to be French. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, they're sitting there, like, she goes, oh, what's this? And he's like, oh, this is what it is in French. And then they start talking in French to each other. And I'm like, oh, cute. Yes. <laughs> the language they're actually supposed to be speaking. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, if this were a French movie, do you think they'd be speaking English instead? I don't know. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. Because it's, it's weird that they're supposed to be French, but it's they're speaking English. English and he's yeah. like, ah, let me teach you French, even though we're supposed to be French. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. This is like a little side track, but we are going to talk about Ever After. But like in Ever After, they speak English, even though it takes place in France. Yeah. So. Because it's Same difference, movie. I guess. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Because no. it's an English movie, they speak English. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, anything else you want to say about this specific? Um, just that her father actually gives a shit. I was yes. like, I think that this storyline is much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. That's, it's also part of the reason why I love this one so much. Because you also, you get to see Ella with her family, or, like, with her parents. Yeah. So it's, like, oh, this is so nice. I don't know. I think I like watching movies where the dad is, like, actually like this more, just because, like, that's how my relationship was with, like, my dad. Yeah. So it's it's just, it's interesting to, like, see it versus be in it Mm -hmm. kind of thing, so. Understood. Yeah. So the next bit of the scene, we see um, Ella's mother has just finished reading a story to her, and she starts singing the little dilly dilly song. Yes. And, <laughs> and her father, like her father, has just come in to check on them, like as she's finishing the song, and it's oh, they're such a wholesome family. Yeah, they, love they really are. I love them too. <laughs> I love that song too. Yes, it's so good. It's so mm-hmm. cute and short and sweet. It is. <laughs> And then, you know, the narrator starts speaking and you see um, the father and the mother walking out of the bedroom, whatever. And that's when the mother collapses. And this is when the narrator is saying, like, but sorrow can come to any happy family. And I'm like, that's that's true. Like, you see in this opening, in this beginning, that, you know, they're a, a happy family. They're a great family. Yeah. Um, and, like, nothing could go wrong, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely nothing. But then the mother collapses. Yep. And she's obviously very sick in the next scene. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the other part of that is that this is a Disney movie and you always have to wait for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> <laughs> of so. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, so in this next scene, when Elle's mother's, as far as we know, like giving her last, like having her last conversation with her daughter, uh, she says, you know, always remember to have courage and be kind. And yeah. I'm like, wow, like this is very obviously stuck with Ella yeah. from here on out. Um, but her mother also made her promise to have courage and be kind. Yeah, she did. It was kind of like, oh, okay. But I think also just this moment was something that would have stuck with Ella for like the rest of her life anyways. Oh, 100%. Um, I like that her mom made her like last words like mean something. Yes. Because I know like their deaths where like people don't really say things that Mm -hmm. have a lot of meaning to them or whatever. But um, her mom specifically made sure to be like, Ella, this. (laughs) I'm assuming it's probably because she wants her daughter to be the best kind of person. Yeah. Like, out in the world, and so she's like, well, if there's anything I want you to remember, it's this. Yeah. Probably. I would agree with that, for sure. Yeah. Um, and you can see the dad all sad in the background. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. It hurts. It hurts everyone, even the person watching the yeah. movie. But it has to happen. It does, She must yeah. lose her parents. <laughs> one at a time, though. Yep, one at a time. Not at the same time. One at ah, a time. She's not Elsa. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. So, right after this, we see Ella and her father dressed in black clothing, like walking yep. through a field. Yep. So, uh, I, I really love this this transition from Ella as a child to Ella as like a late teen slash adult. Um, Because it's really interesting because you have the camera like far away from them and like they're walking through a field and you see them and they're like funeral clothes walking towards the camera. And then next you see Ella, a bit older, and her father kind of in the middle of the field walking towards the camera. And then it changes again. It's Ella in like present day and her father's walking with a cane. And it's like, oh, that's that's a nice way to show that time has passed. Yeah. I love cool transitions like this for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. We see the transition from Ella as a child to Ella as, like, a young adult. Yeah. And the narrator's speaking over it, and she's kind of like, in her heart, Ella stayed the same because she remembered her promise to her mother. And I was like, yes, this makes sense. Like, she had this uh, experience, like, last experience with her mother, and her mother said these words that stuck with Ella for, you know, forever. And so it's like, Ella Ella hasn't changed much. I think it's partly... Because she, like, wanted to kind of honor her mother's dying wish to, like, be this better person, you know? Yeah. Uh, But her father obviously has changed. Uh, And, you know, Ella tries to make him happier, like, by reading him books and things like that. Yeah. Uh, She's not enough. Yeah, it's it's very obvious, like, in his face where he's kind of like, yes, I appreciate this, but I'm not very happy yeah so yeah so ella does the whole reading books thing to her dad and all that and in one scene that we see in the movie she's reading a book and then she stops she goes that's it for tonight or whatever and then her or whatever was it tonight or was it today today okay yeah whatever i don't know times apparently but um (laughs) he he starts talking to her, and he's like, "Oh, do you like? Do you remember the um, the guy that I met? Um, this 
on this trip that I, I went on and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, he did this, right? And, and his dad was like, yeah, well, he had done that, but he's he's passed away since. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, what an interesting way to start out telling your daughter that you're going to marry someone else. Well, how else <laughs> was he supposed to do it? I don't know, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I, I think it was just an interesting I personally thing. think it was a... It was probably one of the best ways to start yeah. it out with because yeah. I I don't know what else he would have done. Uh, I I get that for sure. <laughs> I just think it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so then he's like, "Well, you know, like I'm gonna do this." Um. And like you can tell that he's afraid that Ella won't be okay with him, like yeah, getting remarried and stuff. And like you can see by her face when he first is like hey like can I talk to you about something she's like really apprehensive of it Mm -hmm. um because she's like I don't know what you need to talk to me about like our lives are the same as they have been since like forever so like what could possibly be different (laughs) you know um but then she's like oh yeah that's totally I, I fine I understand I get it like go for it you know kind of thing like she's really supportive of her dad even if she like feels awkward or weird about it which is good Mm -hmm. um but she's definitely not against it so yeah because she she wants her father to be happy and if this is gonna make him happy then like absolutely let's do it exactly so she was like yeah let's go (laughs) yeah um to to me and i don't know it could just be that we're in the modern world and this thing isn't this, this isn't really how it is anymore uh, but it seems silly to me that you might get married to a stranger just because you're both widows. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I do wonder if this is just like a a status kind of thing for them. Um, it was a traditional thing. So a lot of times because this was like back when women couldn't have jobs or yeah. incomes. And so like the whole purpose of like marrying widows was to make sure that they actually like could still live yeah and not become like spinsters who like live on the streets like agnes or agatha not agnes agatha in beauty and the beast um because they weren't allowed to have jobs and stuff like you know yeah so um that's that's what that is like it's the same thing as in like all of um jane austen's works where the women can't have jobs, um, and if they do have jobs, they're looked down on because a lot of times it's like the seamstresses and all of them who have jobs, and they're like lesser society. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just trying to help out like other noblemen or whatever's yeah. families, if he can, kind of situation probably. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I guess then the question <laughs> is just. Did she reach out to him, or did he reach out to her? I'm not sure. I think it really could have gone either way. I think it could have, too. Especially if he was good friends with the guy who died. Yeah. Because he kind of made it seem like he was. Um, Because at that point, you would definitely know what was happening or what had happened kind of thing. So, (laughs) like... 
I feel like at that point he'd be like, well, this is kind of my duty. Or maybe his friend, as he was like on his deathbed, was like, hey, can you do this for me kind of thing? Yeah. They set it up because some people did do that. So who knows? Yeah, understood. It was just tradition. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Yep. (laughs) I wouldn't marry a stranger. (laughs) Yeah, understood. Me neither. I'm good. Thanks. I got my job. I don't need you. (laughs) Yeah, nope. I'm good. (laughs) I mean, unless you have a lot of... Just kidding. (laughs) Give me that money. I'm sorry. Do you want want to finish that comment? Give me that money. (laughs) No, I'm I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. I would never marry a stranger. (laughs) Not even for the money. (laughs) Yeah, so... They transition from him being like, hey, like, I'm going to do this. And you're going to have a a stepmother and some stepsisters to them arriving at the house. Mm -hmm. And we get this wonderful um, first impression of them, which just shows exactly who they are. Before we actually see them. um, No, we can hear them. (laughs) Oh, can we? We Yeah. We can. I don't remember what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, bad things. I believe it, yeah. <laughs> They're complaining. Yep. Uh, well, of course. <laughs> but, you know, uh, b- before, like, their carriage is all- actually, like, pulled up to the house. Like, it's in the process of pulling up to the house. But, uh, you know, Ella is, like, going to go stand with her father, like, at- to wait for them. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, have courage and be kind. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, you it's know. I would say, yeah, like, her mantra or whatever. Mantra, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> And so it's it's like okay like she's definitely trying to honor her mother's wishes and whatnot, uh, but she doesn't necessarily seem like she's ready for it for this. Yeah, she doesn't because she's kind of like okay like have courage and be kind. Got to be kind. Yeah. Like they're we're gonna welcome them into this family. It's yeah, gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Which I think I don't know. I think it's interesting because on one hand she's had a lot of time since when her mom died to like get through it but at the same part she's gotten so used to it just being her and her father mm-hmm. that it's like definitely really weird to just add an a whole nother like half of a family yeah and like right thing. out of the blue like you exactly. don't even know them haven't yeah. met them like come on yeah um but the other thing for me is ella is very clearly like an older teenager if not a like young adult yeah um and so that's why it makes it slightly more confusing for me that she lets them mistreat her so much i think it's just because she's she's such a kind person that she wants to make life better for everyone um even if it means more work for her Hmm. and so i i think she's she's a bit of a people pleaser yeah that's a good point so (laughs) But that was that was one of my things. I was like, she's definitely like old enough to be like, no, you can't yeah. be like this kind of thing. I think I think she also just doesn't want to rock the boat because yeah. she hasn't had to be in a situation like that. I see that. That makes a lot of sense. So if she's never had to do that, then she's like, I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And especially especially once her father's gone, it's like, well, okay, if I don't do this, that's what's gonna happen? Are they gonna throw me out on the street? Am I gonna have to like starve to death like what's gonna happen yeah right (laughs) who knows so i I think it's one of those things where she could rock the boat but she's safer where she is yeah yeah i see that that makes sense 
But my other thing is just I love that there's a clear storyline of what happens to her mother and how she comes to have a step family. Yes. Because yes. in the other stories, there isn't really that clear yeah. of an explanation for them. <laughs> so it's just kind of a thing that happens. And you're like, oh, she has a stepmother and stepsisters. But in this one, it's like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, so this happened kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like that. And I, th- I think that's the wonderful thing about live action movies is that yeah. it's easier to put all this into a movie instead of like an animated one. Well, yeah, because you don't have to animate everything. It's literally yeah, just, exactly. hey, actors and actresses, go do this. Thanks. Cool. And hopefully it goes all well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, learn your lines, perform it. Thanks for yeah. recording. Cool. Great. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. Yep. But then we get an introduction of the stepsisters. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So they they get out of the carriage and you know Ella is like like oh hi nice to meet you like would you like me show you around the house or whatever or like would you like me give you a tour and one of them's just kind of like what'd she say and the other one's like she wants to show us around her farmhouse she's proud she's of it I think yeah <laughs> and I was just like guys she's right there yeah <laughs> and I I had a realization today okay while I was working I have this like low down in my notes somewhere okay where is it there it is um here I'll highlight it if you want to find it but um I I was just kind of like these these sisters like they obviously have been raised to think that they're better than everyone and so like whatever they say is just they'll, they'll say it out loud if they think they're better than you they will say whatever they want out loud right in front of you which yeah. includes this comment about like oh the farmhouse she's proud of it I think and I was just like oh my god oh yeah that's a good question. But are they are they twins? I have no idea. Um, but any like either way, you're right. It is really really weird that they thought that that was okay to say in front of someone. It's because they were raised that way. I'm pretty sure. I think you're right, but like ridiculous for sure. Mhm. Because like what? <laughs> yeah, and I mean like looking at my my note that I made in my notes about this, I also questioned like do the stepsisters have any friends? Yeah, or do no, they I would question that too? Do they only hang out with each other? Because well, I, no, go ahead. I would say because I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of only hang out with each other. Because I feel like they probably did the same kind of shit with other potential friends growing up, where they'd be like, "Oh my god, like she's like not as good as us, so you know we're just gonna hang out with it with ourselves." Yeah, I agree. I think you're probably right about that. Um, the other thing is like, especially if. They just moved somewhere that's, like, maybe, like, relatively far away or whatever. Like, they're definitely not going to have friends where they are with Ella. Oh, If they true. didn't live nearby. True. Um, and I feel like if they had lived nearby, then Ella probably would have already known the Tremaines. Yeah. That makes sense. Especially if, like, their dads were friends. Yeah. Which it kind of seemed like they potentially were friends, or at least were work colleagues. Yeah, I was say, I feel like they were more work colleagues than anything, but I don't but know. But even then, they would have known each other, so. Eh, I don't, 
Like, I don't think Cinderella would have known them. Well, because, but... like, small towns and stuff is what I'm mm. saying. Well, what if they're not in the same small t- Well, okay, you're saying if they were. Yeah, the that's what town. I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got it mixed up in my head. I get it. If I the Tremaines lived there, yeah. she would have known the family. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I think they definitely came from, like, further away. So even if they had friends, we're not going to know about it. Yeah, definitely. Because okay. they don't live near them anymore. Yeah. But I really doubt they did have friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm conflicted now. <laughs> I don't know, because, well, I mean, I mean, yes, I agree. I don't think they really have friends, um, but because to, to skip ahead a little bit, like the stepmother throws parties and whatnot. And so I always kind of thought that these were people that she knew already from wherever. Well, um, you want me to talk about the party thing? Uh, I, I, I kind of want to wait on it. Okay. So let, let's bring this back when we get to okay. that scene. Okay. So we'll 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 put like a pin on that. Cool. <laughs> and just come back to it. Alright. So we met the stepsisters. Met the stepsisters. Cool. cool. Next thing you see is Lucifer thrown <laughs> out of the carriage. And I was like, rude. I didn't even write a note about that. <laughs> I, I was reading yours and I just kind of started laughing. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even think about writing anything about Lucifer. <laughs> I mean, Lucifer and the mice aren't a huge deal in this movie, in my opinion. No, they're not. Um, They're absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's it's like, this is maybe like the one comment I have about Lucifer. Yeah. Because like, I don't mention the mice hardly at all in my notes so far. I mean, I don't talk about the animals except for like at the very beginning, so. Yeah. There you go. Um, (laughs) But anyways, Lucifer's thrown out of the carriage and then you see, you know, like, boots like heeled boots or whatever oh, and yeah i love the stepmother's entrance i love it i mean who wouldn't love it it's great right, <laughs> right? like just oh my god she's amazing i love her yeah yeah for sure and also i love all of her outfits throughout the yeah movie. they're fantastic all of them. <laughs> yes. yes 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 but i especially love like this outfit right here it's just it's gorgeous yeah it's a good one definitely a good one but that hat is too big <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm like the hat's too big but it fits for the movie yeah that's true um but yeah yeah anyways her her entrance is amazing it is truly yeah and so uh so, um, so you know, Lady Tremaine and her daughters have, like, gone to the house, and, uh, you know, Ella puts a smile on her face for her father just before he follows his new wife and stepdaughters into the house. And I'm like, it's obvious Ella's already kind of like, eh, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, like, they're... I almost want to say the two families, the two sides of this family now are, like, polar opposites, kind of. Yeah, I would say they probably are. Because it's, Just... like, not not only in, like, mannerisms and personalities, but also in um, attire, I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Ella and her father are, like, really nice people. They're really calm. Yeah. Collected. They don't wear a lot of flashy stuff. Very but humble. But then you have, yeah, but then yeah. you have the Tremaines, on the other hand, who, like, 
have to have the fanciest clothing and they're super loud and obnoxious and and aggressively rude and all of that and so like it's definitely two differences um which does ultimately make me think that this was out of duty and not out of like i want to find love again kind of thing yes yeah i i definitely agree i think the only thing is that going back to the scene where um ella's father is telling her that he wants to marry this woman like he seems super excited when she says yes yeah so i'm like okay what's going on there yeah i don't know i don't know either i don't know what disney was trying to say in that scene either yeah because that's the one part that's off about all of it it doesn't really fit with how the dynamic of the family ends up being yeah, I would say that's so. that's the only thing. Like, there he seems excited. And it could just be his prospect for a new start to his life. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's like, eh. Yeah, whatever. like, do you really, really desperately want to marry this lady? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to marry Lady Tremaine? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right then. Um, but yeah. I don't know. That's the one part that doesn't fit. You're right. Yeah. So. It's yeah. It's weird. Um. So the entire family is in the house and they're walking into whatever room. And one of the sisters asks, how long has your family lived here? And the father's like, over 200 years. And the other sister's like, and in all that time, you never thought to decorate. Yeah. Y'all. Is she There's blind? <laughs> there is definitely stuff in that house. <laughs> She's blind. I swear. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I've never understood that line. Like, I, I understand that's not decorated to how she would like it to be decorated. Yeah. But there, it, it is decorated. It's true. There's it art all is. over the walls. There's, you know, like, busts here and there. There's vases. There's there's decorations. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, oh, my God. They're not polite, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Very rude individuals. <laughs> yes. Um, do you have anything more to say about the decorations? Not about that, no. So we're moving on to the parties? Yes, we can move on to the parties. Okay, so my thing that I had to say about the parties. Um, I don't 100% remember if we looked up when Cinderella takes place, did we? I don't think we did. <sighs> Cinderella. Time Harriet. Okay, yeah, it's exactly what I thought it was. So, this is literally a Jane Austen, a little bit later time period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was totally right about the duty thing with Lady Tremaine. Um, but also, the whole party thing, um, basically, it doesn't matter if she was, like, friends with them or whatever. Like, it was already established that Ella's family lived there in that town and that they were kind of like a like a noble house kind of or whatever it is yeah or at least like a higher class yeah something like that they had some status at least Um, like high middle class yeah and so with that um and how big their house was and stuff like they were bound to throw parties at some point Mm -hmm. um but ella's family originally might not have been like the party kind of throwing people But um, with parties, like, in that time period, that was usually, like, 
your time to meet all of the people who lived nearby, who lived in your town. Um, that would be a time to get your daughters to meet um, suitors and, like, vice versa. Um, they would invite, like, the military if there was military nearby in the area or whatever. So, like, Lady Tremaine doesn't have to know people to have a lot of people at her parties yeah. in that in that time period like obviously now for us if we wanted to have a lot of people at our parties we'd have to be like you would have to invite them and know bring them. your friends yeah <laughs> that too just be like bring your friends or like put flyers around town or something be like yeah. hey, there's a party but on on this like for these parties it was more of a like the whole town is invited the whole town shows up mm-hmm. even if they don't know the person throwing the party yeah so okay there you go that is why she had so many people at her parties not because she was friends with them because i highly doubt people want to be friends with her but because (laughs) people liked going to parties and this was the time period where parties were literally one of the only only things to do yeah so they were like let's go let's go party it up yeah (laughs) i I definitely i definitely don't think that ella or her father were the type to throw parties no i highly Um, doubt it so it's definitely it's that polar opposite thing where lady tremaine and her daughters are the type that do parties while ella and her father do not and they're just kind of subjected to it at this point yeah exactly and um do you have more to say about like the actual parties part um no, not really. I've, I've kind of said it. Like, Ella and her father are just out of place with the parties. Okay. So then, immediately after we see all of the party stuff happening, we see Ella with her father, um, and they're talking. And you can see that the party thing <laughs> is really taking the stuff out of Ella's father. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. sitting there, like, poring over the books and trying to figure out probably finances you know yeah that was that was my guess parties are expensive yeah exactly because parties are expensive yeah so um that's why i think ella like gets so shocked when he's like well i have to leave again she's like but you just got back and like all of this and he's like it'll only be for this long and she's like but you were just gone for like this long and like it's too much kind of thing because that if it was just ella and her father absolutely no need for him to be leaving all of the time like this yeah but because they have another part of their family that is extravagant and using tons of money for stupid shit Mm -hmm. um (laughs) that that brings in this whole other stress level that he didn't have before where he's like well i can't like let the books go and ignore the fact that we have needs and mm-hmm. stuff and I need to like make sure that we have money and he doesn't want to go into debt and all of that so he has to keep working a lot more than he used to and so that's putting a toll on him as well as Ella and the step family doesn't even care they don't yeah. really feel anything about it they, they really so. don't because as far as I'm aware they're just kind of like you got money let's use it exactly and i'm sitting here like that's not how it works (laughs) that's not how money works (laughs) but it's fine (laughs) he her father in this scene does have a little slip up where he accidentally calls the stepsisters your sisters yeah stepsisters yeah and i'm i was kind of like i i don't know what to make of that i don't know either i was like no (laughs) 
Yeah, and like it could just be a like he's tired and saying just sisters is easier to say than stepsisters. It definitely is. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but I don't know because you'd think at this point that her father has like noticed how they are the stepmother and the stepsisters. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to be able to hide their true natures for that long. No, definitely not. (laughs) So you'd think he'd be like, oh, yeah, they're not really that great. Which, I mean, like, Sybil (laughs) saw from the first moment she met them. Yeah, she absolutely did. Come on. So, like, I wonder if her father saw it, but, like, still was like, well, I made a promise to someone and I have to keep it or whatever. I would say that's, that's probably what it was. It was probably just like, well, we've already agreed to do this, so let's do it. I just wish that he had put more constraints on them yeah yeah understood i I think this is still my house this is still ella's house like Mm -hmm. you guys have to live by like what we do and what like our rules are and the way we live and stuff yeah kind of thing because obviously they lived an extravagant life beforehand but moving into someone else's whole life and changing everything Mm -hmm. that's a little bit aggressively wrong (laughs) <laughs> I, I think part of the reason he didn't do that is because of one, he's he's a genuinely nice person. And too nice. He's, yeah, he's too nice. And two, he didn't want to upset his new part of the family. Yeah. And so he was like, well, I'll give them what they want and make them happy and, you know, then we'll all be happy and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will not be happy, I promise. Nope. <laughs> not with the Tremaines. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I just wish that they had a little bit more backbone on the Ella and her father's side of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I have issues. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> <laughs> if someone came into my house and was like, becoming part of my family i'd be like cool that's great but this is how we do things and like i'm open to suggestions but we're not changing it all immediately to how you do things yeah (laughs) yeah definitely so (laughs) i'd be like let's let's look at it let's compromise a little bit figure some stuff out but otherwise you don't get to decide everything and Mm -hmm. i don't get to decide everything because we're coexisting (laughs) yep but I mean, that's just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like maybe I have a little bit more backbone than Cinderella does. You definitely do. <laughs> you absolutely do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, her father's saying that he's going to be going away again. And he's like, oh, like, what do you want me to bring back? Like, your stepsisters oh, yeah. asked for a parasol and lace. Like, wh- what will you have? And she's like, bring me the first branch your shoulder brushes on your journey. Yeah. And it's it's very obvious that Ella is not a materialistic person, which really makes sense after yeah. seeing her childhood and her parents. No, she's she, definitely not materialistic. She's not. The step family, on the other hand. I mean, they asked for a parasol and lace. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they clearly don't care about him or the fact that he's going out to do this so that they can have their parties. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty clothes and their parasols and shit (laughs) (laughs) yep they just want things they don't care how much it is or anything they just want things yeah it's true 
It's very true. Um, and then we... Are you done with the materialistic? Yeah, I'm done with that. Okay, yeah. So, and then we reach the scene where her father is literally about to leave. And he's, like, talking to Ella, and he's like, you know, like, your mother is at the heart of the house, and we both miss her. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know that we always have to, like, cherish this house because your mom is still here and stuff. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to help her feel better about how she's going to be stuck with her step family for an extended period of time because he won't be there. Yeah. And so he's like, just make sure that you take care of the house, help them with what they need help with and all of that. Like, make sure that they feel okay and you are okay and all of that. And um, the stepmother just happens to be in the, the area and hear this conversation. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Because, <laughs> you know, she gets to hear about how Ella's father still loves the mother, mm-hmm. Ella's mother, and how the house reminds him of her mother, and oh, she's still at the heart of it, and all of this. And obviously, Lady Tremaine doesn't want to hear that, you know? Yeah. She's, yeah. she's the kind of person who's like, mm, no, that's not happening anymore. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, um, no, I'm the head bitch now, so yeah. move over. Exactly. So she gets real upset <laughs> uh-huh. and starts planning, which is super sad that she thinks she needs to plan some kind of attack on a teenage girl. I know. But okay. I know. <laughs> and like, here, here's the thing for me in the scene specifically, I guess, when um when her father is talking about how her mother's still here and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, I get the feeling that Ella's mother is still, like, a huge part of both hers and her father's lives. Yeah, um, for sure. And, of course, you know, the marrying of Lady Tremaine was just, uh, uh, like, a promise or whatever, you know? And so it's like, you know, he, he as far as we know, he doesn't really feel any love for Lady Tremaine. Yeah. You know? No, I highly doubt he does. I'm pretty sure um, it's just duty. <laughs> yeah, it's just duty. And so, you know, Lady Tremaine hears that and she's like, well, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why would she even be upset by that? Like, are you in a real relationship now. here? <laughs> she's the wife now, so he has to love her. Okay, but is she in a real relationship here or is nope. this just him taking care of her because her late husband <laughs> wanted him to? She she just <laughs> wants him to pay the most attention to her and to forget the one who died. But that doesn't make any sense. They have no love. <laughs> I know. I'm so confused. Why I mean, this I, upsets her so much. I mean, this is as far as we know, though. That's true. As far as we know. Like, maybe their relationship is stronger, but I feel like it's I mean, not. We, we've already talked about how there are confusing points where we're like, okay, was this actually because they like each other? or Yeah. Not? <laughs> was it a mixture? <laughs> yeah, like, who knows? And I mean, like, you know, they have to sleep in the same bed together, so. Well, they don't have to. Well, okay, they don't have to, but I know, uh. And kind of like the next scene, Ella says that um, her bedroom is the biggest besides yours and father's. Oh, yeah. So I assume they sleep together. Yeah, I would assume. We don't know. But yeah, you're right. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They could have two separate beds in that room. They could. (laughs) Two twin beds on the very far opposite walls. Yes. (laughs) 
just imagine that'd be a weird setup yeah yeah oh my god (laughs) it'd be like the there's some movie i can't remember what movie but um maybe it's marley and me i don't know there's there's some movie where this couple like goes on a trip to visit like parents or something and the room they're in is two is a room with two twin beds one on opposite sides of the of the room yeah that's funny i haven't seen it like what the hell (laughs) but anyway (laughs) sorry anyways um okay so next scene father leaves and ella's sad um and you know like the the step family kind of like puts on a face like oh goodbye we'll see you when you get back and as soon as he's like out of out of sight they're kind of like eh whatever yeah they just kind of go back into the house to live their lives the way they had always done mm-hmm. yep yep and, um, um sorry go ahead oh, i was just say uh we kind of have the same next comment here um oh, ella yeah. ella re-enters the house and ste- the stepmother is kind of like oh like ella come here my child and whatever and uh and ella says something about like yes stepmother and stepmother's like oh you didn't call me that Madam will do. Yeah. <laughs> this this is the part that always makes me go like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, you. <laughs> like, were were you planning father's death? Is this like, like, did you walk away from his conversation with Ella about how her mother is still in the house? You're going, hmm. I need to kill him. I don't know, but possible, I guess. I think wow. it's possible because that is she, dark. Yeah, because because she has. Ella immediately start calling her madam. You're right. And, then and she moves her out. Moves her up to the attic. And yeah. then just she. Yeah. And she I, stops eating with them. She starts having to do everything. Yeah. It's, wow. I, I just wonder. Conspiracy. Did she plan father's death? Um, is that canon Disney? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. Did Lady Tremaine plot the death of Cinderella's father? Uh, let's see. Did Lady Tremaine kill Cinderella's father? Hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. On uh, let's see. Was this Disney fa- Disney.fandom.com? There's a little snippet here that says, um, considering his well, okay, this is for the 1951, but it does uh-huh. say that like. It is possible Cinderella's father was actually murdered by Lady Tremaine. Ew, I don't that's, like that. That's, that's for the animated 1951. One. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the 2015 live action remake, it said that father didn't die due to Lady Tremaine's fault and rather contracted an illness and passed away. Yeah. So, like in the in the 1951, it does look like she murdered him potentially mm. but in the 2015 one it looks like he literally just got sick while he was traveling because he was older obviously yeah and like he did have that one friend who came to tell them about his death and stuff and yeah he was like yeah i was with him during all of this and he wanted to make sure that i brought you back this and stuff yeah so that's probably I, what it is i'm i'm still like, like I can totally see him just getting sick on the road and passing on from that. But also, just everything that Lady Tremaine starts doing as soon as her father is gone. Yeah. Mm, I'm kind of doubtful. She's just a bad person, she's, she's honestly. Bad. Like, 
I don't know. I agree with you that it seems real fishy. Yes. But on the other hand, I think this is just her literally trying to remove any essence of Cinderella's mother. That Yeah, that might be it. And I don't think she cared if like Cinderella's dad came back and was like, what the heck is she doing in the attic kind of thing. I, was, yeah. I think she was like, oh, well, if he gets upset, he gets upset. Whatever. I'm Whatever. getting rid of this mother. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I did have another note about, like, the part where Ella offers to, like, change bedrooms, essentially, with the sisters. Yeah. I was like, was this part planned? <laughs> to Like, the stepsisters arguing over space and the stepmother just kind of knowing that Ella might offer to give up her bedroom? I don't know. I think maybe the stepsisters were arguing, because they always do or something. And Lady Tremaine took that moment as, like, a great opportunity yeah. to guilt Cinderella into giving up her room. Because she yeah. knows how Cinderella is by this point And was like, she would definitely let me take her room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could see it being either way. Like, both yeah, planned same. or not planned. Same. So, I, I don't know about that one. I don't either. But, yikes. Yikes, yeah. <laughs> um... So Ella moves up to the attic, and I have to wonder, does she just not have anything to move up there? I mean, I feel like Ella doesn't really have that many belongings. Yeah, but even still, you would think that maybe she has a couple changes of clothes or something that she could bring (laughs) up there. And she doesn't bring anything. Yeah. I don't know. She brings whatever Lady Tremaine handed her. Yeah, that's true. But otherwise, nothing. Yeah. I don't know. You're right, though. It's it's like she gave up her entire room and everything in it. She absolutely did. So. She gave up her life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ella moves up to the attic, and she's, she, like, she finds the mice there and kind of talks to them a little bit, and then she's just talking to herself. Herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the you see the stepsisters Anastasia and Drizella kind of come into like the stairwell that goes up to the attic and like they're just listening to her and um, like one of them's like we've a half wit for a sister and the other one's like I've got two and the other one's like I heard that and I'm like okay obviously these sisters have a great bond with each other like yeah. they're not fighting here like after that comment they're just kind of like oh whatever Yeah, and I'm like that's great I love it it is great, but they're fighting most of the other time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it might just depend on the situation. It's true, I guess. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Um, so the next scene is, like, I think Cinderella is, like, at a table being served. I don't know if... Uh, snack or something i don't know um she's at like the kitchen table and yeah i think it's drizella drizella is at the the keyboard the harpsichord you know playing and singing yeah and it is it's drizella yeah and anastasia's drawing a portrait of her mother yeah <laughs> and the narrator is like the stepsisters lacked accomplishments in any arts and i was like okay but anastasia's drawing is better than i can do <laughs> So, like, I don't even remember what her drawing looked like, but I, I think better I than I can do. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I was like, okay, Anastasia's drawing, like, not that bad. But Drizella is singing. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. I do wonder, though, if it was hard for that actress to sing off-key. Um, is she a good singer to begin with? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Because honestly, for me, it would probably be pretty easy to pretend like I can't sing. Yeah. I, th- I think if you just put on a voice of, oh, I can't sing, and yeah. just try, then whatever. Like, you just have to, like, but... keep the mindset of it. Because otherwise mm-hmm. you might slip back into, like, oh, I know the words, I know the... I know how it's Dude, supposed to go. Let's go, so kind let's of thing. Go. Um, but otherwise, I feel like it would probably be pretty easy. Maybe. Like, one thing they could do to help that is, like, if she, like, the actress, were to, like, better at singing with the soundtrack, like, the music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if they just took the whole music away and then went, alright, cool, go ahead, try, kind of thing. Yeah. Because in that event, like, if you're not very good at just, like, finding the notes without having the background music, mm-hmm. then, yeah, you're gonna struggle, and it's probably gonna sound pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So that might be something. I mean, I think... I don't know. I think she probably still had to have something going on while she sang, though, just to know that she was going at the right tempo. So Maybe, or they changed the tempo for her. I was saying that's <laughs> also a possibility. <laughs> went, okay, we're going to play over what you sang for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. know how they would have done that. I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, during this time, while they're in this, like, sitting room or whatever, you know, a stepmother, like, knocks her plate of cookies to the floor. And, like, I, I assume it was to see if Ella would pick them up so that they could see if, like, oh, can we get Ella to do things? Yeah. And, you know, like, spoiler alert, Ella does go pick them up and clean them up for her. And I was like, like, this is still, like, adding up to me about father's death in my mind while I'm watching this I'm like hmm it's true hmm I get that because she does sit there and purposefully knock it off and watch to see how she reacts yeah and she just kind of fakes like oh my oh my gosh like it fell yeah (laughs) yeah I just I I don't I don't know I don't know either (laughs) yeah Oh, you're making me think about things. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Lee Tremaine, what is this? (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) But then we get our visitor. Yes. Our sad, sad visitor who has a terrible message to deliver about Ella's father. Mm Mm-hmm. And how he died on the road. Mm-hmm. Which, that would suck to have someone come to your door and give you the thing that you asked your father to bring back. And then be like, also he died. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's specifically sad because when Ella asked for... Uh, I don't think we actually talked about this. Or maybe we did. I don't know. But, um... Ella says that she wanted her father to bring back a branch. like the first Because it would mean branch. that he would, was with it. Exactly. Yeah. And so the fact that Farmer John brings back the branch, but without her father. It's so sad. It's very sad. 
Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Ella's stepsisters are like, but but my lace and my parasol. Yeah. And the stuff. Like, like, yeah, like Lady Terrain is only focused on the fact that they're ruined now, like how they're going to live. And I'm like, okay, that's a. Like, that's. I guess it's normal to think about, but. That's, yeah, that's kind of a reasonable thing, but like. Yeah. Wouldn't you care about the fact that your husband is dead? <laughs> right? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't either. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I am leaning towards him being murdered, but I know that he <laughs> like had some kind of illness. I would say like I I totally well, it could get have been it. poison. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm like maybe it was poison. Yeah. Like she hired someone to go poison him at some point. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but um yeah. So uh we we discussed this when we discussed the anime and movie, but okay. how how do they keep living after the father's gone? Yeah, I don't know. How are they still making money? <laughs> I genuinely I have zero ideas. Same because like because Lady Tremaine specific, specifically asks herself, "How will we live?" Which yeah. could just be she has to stop doing the extravagant whatever. But true. even still, well, and now that we know the time period, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have kept the house. It would have gone to the closest like cousin or brother yeah. or whoever. Yeah, um, and they would have had the option of kicking the women out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So. You know, family wasn't always that great. <laughs> yep, unfortunately. But, like, I'm not sure how they kept the house. And I don't think Disney realized <laughs> what time period they were doing this in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I... I mean, they probably did, but... No, they didn't answer those questions that are important. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote, important. They are important. I care. Yeah, you care, but most people don't. How the fuck did this bitch keep this house? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? When when Ella's father was dying, Farmer John specifically made sure to mention that he only spoke of Ella and her mother when he was dying. Yeah. In front of her stepfamily. They were all there. And what else was he supposed to tell her? I mean, I don't know, but like <laughs> that literally just gives Lady Tremaine and Drizella and Anastasia like all the more reason to treat her like shit. Well, fuck the step family. We don't care about them. <laughs> but they make her life awful. <laughs> they were going to make her life awful whether he said that or not. Yeah, but they're going to make it even worse now that like Lady Tremaine has heard that, oh, she didn't even matter in the end. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That was an interesting little yeah. extra thing to mention that... I mean, I like, know. I I felt like he... I feel I feel like he definitely should have mentioned it to her. Yeah, I, I do don't know too. when else he would have done it, though, because it's not like he's gonna just come right back and be like, oh, hey, by the way, Ella, um, when your father died... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. I would say he should like ask for like her to come outside of the house and talk to him or but something. But that would be but weird. It would be weird. 
Which is why he, it, it's fine that he just sat there. Yeah, but it in like, my opinion. makes her life way worse. Oh, well. Not well, that it wasn't going to already how, be worse. How much worse did it make it? Like, no. I don't know either. Because it happened. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know what would have happened if he hadn't done that. Exactly. But anyway, that's that's it. That's the end of that that I had to had to say. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, I guess that means we're we're done with this episode. We're, we're stopping here. It's kind of a weird yes. place to stop. It is, but we have. We want to make sure we have more to talk about in the next episode. Yeah. Well, and we would just end up talking for another 20 minutes. And we're really, really trying to make our episodes a normal length. Yeah, we're, we're really trying to cut our episodes down to a good time. This is how we do that. Two hours at a time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're not trying to kill you guys anymore. It's fine. Yeah, we promise. <laughs> so, I guess that's it. That's it for this episode. Um, Make sure to join our Patreon so you can join yeah. our Discord and have fun conversations yeah. with us. You can come chat with us. I'm not always on there, but I can get on there sometimes. Right now, Boom has been uh, challenging Karen. Oh, I didn't even see those messages. <laughs> Have you not seen those messages? No. Well, he's not really challenging you, but he's just kind of like, are you not amused by my memes? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I haven't seen them. You haven't seen them, Karen. Sorry. Wow. Maybe I'll look after this. <laughs> wow, I'm yawning. Maybe I won't. <laughs> For those of you who did not understand what I said, I said maybe I'll look after this, but we'll see. Um, I, mean, I understood what you said. But... Okay, well, you've heard me yawn a lot, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> um,. I guess. I guess we should leave, leave a, a little, little magic, magic wherever, wherever you go. enjoyed this episode of books movies and musicals oh my if you'd like to connect with us be sure to check us out on both twitter and instagram at bmm underscore oh my be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite that's w-i-x-s-i-t-e dot com slash home and check us out on patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmm underscore oh my you can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.ohmy at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Bye.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark.